Hey, 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 world, it's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer as well as a brand and visual strategist and the host of Blog Diaries. Rogue, lonely, angry, and horny, turning your beautiful mess into a masterpiece. And so, guys, listen, before I go into my spiel, I like to talk about the topic. And so the topic of today is... The lessons I learned from staying hard. So, do me a favor. Visit me at www.tamlovestowrite.com. Visit me on Twitter at tamlovestowrite.com. Also, visit me on Facebook at Tam, oh, Tamara Designs. Also, visit me at Pinterest, Tam Loves to Write. So, guys, you know I like to go and tell a little story before I really get into the message because I feel like every every plot every <laughs> podcast that I do has a message and the story helps you really to receive it and understand it I was having a conversation with an old high school friend and you know the one thing about this old high school friend we didn't go to the same high school together but we were the same age. I think we went to 258 together. And I think he went to Wingate or something like that. And I, yeah, I went to Graphic Communication Arts. And so he took on another life. He, he became a drug dealer and, and all of that. Um, spent some time in jail. Got out. Wound up opening up three businesses. Um, became very successful. But every morning, we both would have to take the train. And it would be like at 6.45 in the morning. And I told him a story about walking with a group of people. And because I told y'all from the get-go, y'all know it ain't no shame in my game, that I was the poorest girl on my block. Okay? I didn't get brand new clothes. And so I had a friend, another friend, my cousin actually. He was like my cousin, but... By um, association and my cousin and I was walking together and every time he would see me he would run and I could not understand why he would run and I couldn't understand what I did and I was so emotional and I went home and they said he didn't want to be around you when you got teased about the way you dress because I didn't have my coat was too small <laughs> my pants you know, sometimes it, it wasn't, I wasn't cute, y'all. Uh, let's just say that. Um, because when you have a mother that is on drugs and you don't have the support system, I had my Aunt Cookie, but she was poor too. So y'all know the story of that. And she did, my Aunt Cookie did the very best that she could. So I realized one day telling him the story, I broke down and cried. I had to be about 15, probably on my period and emotional. But I told him the story and he said, that's your first heart sting. I said, you mean heartbreak? He said, "Mm mm-mm, heart sting. And I was like, well, he said, so he started to share his story. And he said to me, he said, you know, when my parents got together, They both had came from a heartbreak. My father really didn't want to be with my mother. And my mother really didn't want to be with my father. They didn't want each other. That he was a miracle baby. 
his mother was 42 years old. And when he said that, I was like, ooh, his father was 45 one night and he was conceived. He said, I was a miracle baby. I was a preemie. He said, so I initially came by accident. He said, and one day I was about nine or 10 years old and my father said, you were an accident because I never loved your mother. That was the first heart stain. And I said, why you say stain instead of heartbreak? Because he said, you could fix a heartbreak, but you can't fix or erase a heart stain. Deep, right? A lot of us have heart stains. I definitely got several of them. And the lesson that I learned from heart stains is that a lot of us are in the business of trying to erase that heart stain instead of dealing with it. There's certain stains that you can wash away. You can wash away an erasable marker, even a crayon mark. There's a trick in the tri there's a tip in the trick, right? But spill some grape juice. Spill it. Spill that grape juice and that blood. I don't care how much you wash it. Wash it out. It's always going to be some speckles that there was blood on those clothing. That's why usually if you bleed on some clothing, and I hate, especially, you know, us ladies know that time of the month, we can speak and attest to that. There's tricks and there's tips and tricks to get that out. But grape juice is a forever stain. Paint is a forever stain. No matter how much you wash them pants, them paint, that paint, or bleach ain't going nowhere. And so what I've realized and what I've learned is that a lot of us have bleach marks and grape juice stains and paint and even some blood that we've tried to wash away because of what people have done and did. And, and, and we are just using substitutes. And so... In that story of my friend, that is the first remembrance of rejection. I wasn't my cousin's girlfriend. I was his friend. But that rejection reminded me that at any time, it taught me a lesson that any time I can be rejected because of what I look like. Not the fact that I was good and I helped him pass every class, right? And then I helped him write his papers and, <laughs> and did his homework for him. He didn't remember that. But I also remember the hurt from that and the rejection and the eager will to please. And I think that when we're thinking about heart stains, we don't think of the lesson that we learn from it because we only focus on the pain. What I've learned about that, heart stains, is that I can heal from it. Even though I may not be able to remove it, I can heal from it. That I can go forward. And sometimes we place ourselves on pause. I'm speaking to me. And I know that I may be speaking to someone who's there. 
by substituting it for something else. A lot of times, for me, I substitute my pain with work. If I'm mad, I'm going to work, right? I'm going to go and I'm going to create, I'm going to write, I'm going to design, I'm going to do a website, I'm going to do whatever it is. I'm going to go strictly into work mode because that is the way I replace my heart stains. Some of our heart stains are not being able to forgive. Real talk. Real talk. Some of us don't want to forgive at all. Right? And I knew that in order to erase a couple of heart stains, I had to forgive people who didn't deserve it. Forgive people who didn't mean their sorries. Because here's the thing. It was different for me. I had a lot of people telling me I'm sorry. But just said it because it sounds good. And I'm going to say that to y'all again. There's a lot of people that are going to say sorry. I apologize. But don't mean it. They meant the bad action. They meant the bad behavior. They meant to disappoint and devastate. And betray you. Some people just. It's just in their DNA. And you're going to have to eat that. But don't eat it to destroy you. Don't eat it to break you down. Don't eat it to please them. Because a lot of times we eat things. And we still hurting. When I see a sister wearing a bonnet. And I got to bring it up. And they're not taking good care of themselves. I always ask, what's the problem? Because I speak from what I know. It is a totally different Tamara. The way I dealt with this breakup and the way I dealt with the breakup with my children's father is a totally different Tamara. I mean, I took this like a G. I, I had, I kid you not. Somebody was like, did you break up or did you glow up? <laughs> And I realized that I had glown up. And the reason that I grew, I, I, I took the, but that was a choice, right? But some of our sisters who are hurting from, again, heart stains, don't know how to glow up. They, they weren't blessed to be around people who said, dear, you can do this. You got to get back up. There wasn't no YouTube university. There wasn't no Facebook and no Instagram and, and, and Street Poet 125 and, and in line of Vanzance telling girl or Sarah Jake Roberts saying, girl, get up. It wasn't no Lisa Ray saying, girl, you can fix this. There wasn't no motivational quotes. So it was a totally different time and era. But more than anything, I had prepared my heart. Right? I had literally said, hey, heart, how you doing today, cuz? And I said, listen, you're going to need to fix me because I can't go out like I went before. Because what I did, I damaged myself. And I let that stain be permanent. And I let it be seen to everybody. We got to stop. And I, and I say this, we may not be able to erase the stain that people have placed on us. We may not be able to convince that person or the people, whoever that may be, to love us like we deserve. 
to like us the way we deserve, to respect us the way we deserve. But damn it, we got to do it for ourselves. We have to make a conscious and clear decision to sometimes escape from the people who pull us down. At that moment, I was like, anything or anybody, if you gossiping, if you drama filled, I can't take that. I can't, I don't want to know. I mean, when I went into complete, let me shut everything down. I was, I was like, you know what? My uncle, when he decided to stop drinking and my aunt cookie, they went cold turkey. They went cold turkey. They literally didn't want to see liquor. They, if they saw it on the television, Tamara get up and turn. We didn't have a remote control. I told y'all we was poor, right? Tamara, I was the remote control. Tamara get up and turn the channel. They didn't want to see it because it was toxic, right? It was toxic to them. It was a stain that they hadn't erased, they hadn't cleared off of them, and they couldn't remove. They can't remove the stain. Right? You can't remove the stain, but you can deal with the stain. And I know that somebody won't get it, but when I say that, I mean that sometimes I can't erase the stains that are on my heart. But what I won't do is dwell in it. I won't keep complaining, when I'm so mad that this pain is on me. Dang, I'm so mad that on my $35, $50, $60, $70 pair of jeans, my favorite pair of jeans, that this thing won't go away. But what I will do is say, I'm going to wear them pants to clean up. I'm going to cut them pants. I'm going to cut that stain out. Wear them as shorts with my thick thighs and all. I'm not going to take his calls. I'm not texting him or her. I'm not DMing. I don't, I'm blocking them from social media. I'm not trying to be your friend. I can forgive you, but I'm not your friend. Some of y'all want to be friends with your exes that hurt you. I can forgive you, but I'm not your friend. We can't be friends. Friends don't do that to friends. Friends don't sting your heart. Friends don't friends don't betray you, whether that person was your lover before. Because for some people, and y'all know I'm talking and speaking in truth, they didn't even have to do it that way. They didn't have to lie to you. They didn't have to betray you. They didn't have to play you. Because guess what? You would have let them go anyway. With respect for their decisions in life. You would have let them go anyway because it is their decision. And if they're happy, their happiness meant more to you than having them. Let me tell y'all something. One of the things that I've learned about hard stains is that I could be at peace with it. I can't erase what people have done to me and you will never be able to clear what they've done to you. It's going to always live within you and always be able to reunite. But I've come to the knowledge to deal with it, to confront it, and then let it go. you got to let it go. And I think sometimes even confrontation isn't worth it, especially if you are dealing with narcissists. 
um, they're not even worth the effort of having a confrontation. They're not even worth the effort of building and, and stressing yourself out. Mm-mm. No ma'am, no ham, no Sam. We're not going to stress myself out. I already know where you at. You're not even in the right state of mind. You all about you, and that's all you think about is you. So let, let me do this for you. Let's not even have the conversation. I kid you not. The person said, you didn't even give me time to explain yourself. You don't need to. You don't need to. You've already done that. Your actions have explained clearly to whom and what you are. You have already stained me. You've already stained my heart and scarred it for what? So there's no conversation. There's no conversation. Certain stains can be washed away. And I want y'all to realize that everything that has hurt you and disappointed you and tore you apart, stop holding on to it. My friend who became very successful and like I said, has three businesses and, you know, traveling all over the world and doing great things in his life. He said, I said, when did you become free? He said, when I wasn't afraid to let it go. He said, my plague was that I was an accident. I was a mistake. He said, instead of me looking at the fact that I was a miracle, that in everything that I did in life, he said, I'd have been in shootouts and, and everything, that I was a miracle. That I had beat the odds that I should have been dead. He said, one day I did a major whatever. So, as I was saying, I had to pause for a minute to talk to my children. But I had to come to the realization that when he said that, he said, every stain. He said, remember I talked to you about heart stains? He said, I'll never forget that conversation. He said, I had to realize that that was holding me back. That I was an accident. That they didn't even like each other. That they didn't love, but they loved me. That I was a preemie. And I, I survived. That my mother was 42 years old. After menopause. Uh, in the beginning, I think she was premenopausal. Um, she had carried me for nine months and birthed me. He said, can you believe that? That I was just stuck on, I was stuck on that one stain. That I was a mistake. Ain't that crazy? So I say this to y'all, that some of y'all are stuck on the stain. The stains of your heart, the stains of disappointment and betrayal and, and, and what mama did and daddy did and ex-husband and, and ex-boyfriend and or ex-girlfriend or them, them people in them. The people that you thought were your friends and they ran away from you when you was going through some major hell. Or those friends that betrayed you in however way that they did, it put a stain on your heart. Put a stain on your heart. And those stains, some of them, you can erase. But I want to, I, I really want to say this, don't let it stop you from loving. Don't stop it, don't let it, I'm sorry, don't let it stop you from moving in the direction that your higher power is guiding you to. 
Believe me, I know all about hurt and pain. I know about rejection. I know about uh, them hard stains. I have three big major ones that probably will never be erased, but I won't allow it to stop me. I just, I'm just that type of woman. I have a favorite pair of uh, sweatpants. And I'm going to take a picture and um, actually put it on my Facebook tomorrow. They were my favorite sweats. And I bleached. I bleached them. And I was so disappointed. I was so angry about that bleach thing because they were my favorite pants. They were my favorite sweatpants. I kid y'all not. They're comfortable. They fit right. I, I could just do anything in them. And, um... For a while, I was so angry about that. And then I realized that I could buy another pair of pants. That I could replace it. I can't erase those stains. But I could heal me. My life, my life may seem as if it is a big mess or a disruption. Your life, your life may seem like a disruption or a mess or or just one big heartbreak. It's breakup after breakup. I said in my last podcast, I get an F in relationships. And it's true. I felt like that. I'm like, damn, I fail in relationships. I can't keep a man. <laughs> right? I said that. But it is not my end story and it's not your end story. You may not be able to create a, keep those men because they did not qualify to be in your life. More than y'all know, you may think that you're the failure, but in actuality, they didn't qualify. They can't give you the, the love and the support and the relationship that you deserve. If you think back to it, you think about the toxic behavior they had and the, and the mess that they threw at you and the, and the drama and the trauma. And I bet you that they were just cleared away. And I say that to y'all because we sometimes hold on to what isn't yours. Right? Yeah, they stained you. But that's why you got stained. Because you didn't held on to what ain't yours. I tell my tell my children, if it ain't yours, let it go. If it ain't yours, don't touch it, right? That's my classic line. If it ain't yours, don't touch it. If it ain't yours, let it go. And I live by that. I live by that. I live by the fact that even though I'm stained, my heart that is not damaged right it's not damaged beyond repair it's stained definitely got some stains on it but it's not damaged it hasn't stopped me from loving in a place that that person could ever understand it hasn't stopped me from smiling it hasn't stopped me from getting to be the best version of myself, to always make sure that I'm good, mentally, physically, and emotionally. That stain, those stains that those people have put on your heart, and believe me, some of us got an abundance of stains. 
hasn't stopped it from beating. It might hurt a little. It might hurt a lot. It might be a little dysfunctional beating. Right? But your heart can go on. It's one of my favorite songs by Celine, Celine Dion. Your heart will go on. Your heart will go on. It will find... I, I, I used to think, when I used to say, nobody will love me when it came to talking about men. I will never find the love of my life. And I remember, I kid you not, my friend, I said that to him, and he said, yes, you will. In the right time, in the right place, in the right space. That person will not stay in your heart. Be patient. And the lesson that I learned from a staying heart is you have to be patient. You have to be patient. And you can't be fearful. You can't be fearful. So guys, listen. I encourage you to love with an open heart. So before I end my podcast i want to congratulate my girl monifa miss mecca i shouldn't have said a government but i just do miss mecca we have been friends since i was 14 years old and today is the official release of faithful and fearless she is an amazing motivational speaker uh facilitator um she is a go-getter. She is the recipe for fearlessness. So I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go on Amazon and purchase her book. Did y'all hear me? Go and purchase her book. Yes, go and purchase her book because she has beautiful, amazing poetry, uh, quotes, amazing life story of resilience of faithfulness and fearlessness so guys go and support mecca and it's mecca i want y'all to go and run and purchase faithful and fearlessness um because she definitely is the definition of it definitely has inspired me on several occasions to be fearless faithful and fearless so guys go and run so you know my motto right (laughs) number one be kind to yourself and be kind to others support your friends support your families uh put a little change on the charity pay it forward always um do a little something for somebody else besides yourself right i love so let me tell you my new pastime is shopping and i love it But I've learned to do it, pay it forward. I believe in that. I believe that when you give on to others, you're blessing somebody. And it's just not about yourself. That's why it's so easy for me to give. You can never take advantage of a giving person. My good friend said that to me today. He said, nobody could ever take advantage of a giving person when you choose to do it from your heart. Because in some way, form, or fashion, you will be blessed in return. And that is so true. Lastly, support a local business. Uh, support your friends. Support your friends. Stop telling. Stop thinking it's all about you. It's okay to share on your social media. It's okay to tell them that they're wonderful and great and they're super. 
And lastly, don't let those stains take away your ability to love, like, and care again. And guys, I want to thank you again for listening to Blah Diaries. My name is Tamara Brown. I am an author, blogger, website designer as well as a brand and visual strategist and the beautiful, wonderful host. (laughs) I had to say that. The beautiful, wonderful host of Blah Diaries. Have a wonderful day. Turn your mess into a beautiful, beautiful masterpiece. Bye-bye.